I'm joined by the second-year head coach of the Golden State Warriors. He played 17 years in the league as a point guard. Golden State, 4-4 four and four on the year. Mark Jackson is my guest. Mark, good to have you back. How are you? No, it's good to be back. All is well. Thanks. Good, good. And Mark, you always hear coaches when they take over talk about wanting to go into a situation and change the culture. You hear that all the time. I would imagine you were no different. Give me an idea. What was the culture like when you got there, and what did you want to change it to? Well, with, with all due respect, it, it wasn't a, a it was not a winning culture. Um, uh, just in a lot of ways, you, you, you'd come to practice and and um, you know, guys. Even when I got here initially, guys was not showing up early and certainly leaving uh, right after the, the whistle was blown. Uh, every winning situation I've been in, uh, guys showed up early and guys stayed late. They put in the extra time. Uh, just expecting to win when you do those type of you know things on and off the floor, and uh, we changed the culture by you know adding guys through the draft, through free agency, through trades, and also by holding guys accountable. So we got a great group, and and we have something which we call dailies, which uh, we call them 15 minute vitamins. Stole it from uh, San Antonio, but uh, where guys got to spend with a specific coach. You know, 15 minutes a day uh, before, after practice. The young guys before, the veteran guys have an option. But working on something that you need to, you know, improve in your game. And I got a great group of guys that work extremely hard, so it's been a lot of fun. Mark Jackson, my guest. All right, so when you change the culture, how long does something like that take? You know, it, it, sometimes it can it can happen rather quickly when you make trades and you get franchise players um, who are leaders and who you can coach. Sometimes it's more of a process because you're 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 uh, getting talent through the draft, through free agency, through trades because you've got to uh, teach these guys your system and, and what's expected of them. And also, when you look at our roster, we pro- we got about six or seven first or second year players, and then we have a point guard in Steph Curry that really hasn't played a lot of basketball, you know, in his time in the NBA. Through, you know, due to uh, injuries, but uh, it's it's a process. But I, I love the fact that I got great young guys and also great uh, leaders who who have bought in and, and 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 make that so much easier to preach. We're talking to Mark Jackson. You know, you mentioned Steph Curry. There was that question about whether or not he and Monte Ellis were a good fit together in the backcourt. Ultimately, the team decides to move Monte Ellis. What kind of an impact has that had on Curry in his game? Well, you know, Monte Ellis was a heck of a player and did a great job for me as far as buying into everything I was uh, trying to get them to do, and uh, he battled every single day. That being said, I thought that that combination was was certainly a a combination that can play together and be successful. We had an opportunity to get Andrew Bogan in a trade. We pulled the trigger on the trade as far as that's concerned. But with Steph Curry, Monte Ellis is is a dominant alpha male type, and no matter who you brought in, he was going to run the locker room, and it's nothing against him. That's a good thing. But I think allowing and uh, making the trade that allowed Steph Curry to grow and to feel more free as far as being the, you know, the, the leader of this basketball team and letting his voice be heard. So I think it gave birth to something in Steph that, that really has, has, has elevated his play. All right, so what about Bogut? He played in four of the first five games, and then you shut him down so he could strengthen his ankle. He was supposed to be out seven to ten days, and now apparently it's been changed to no official timetable. When do you expect him back? Well, in fairness to him, it probably should have been no official timetable from the beginning. It made no sense to say seven to ten days. 
That being said, we're going to bring him back when he's healthy. I think it's important to make sure that he's confident and comfortable with where his ankle is and uh, make sure that he's strong enough physically and in, in great shape where he can help us. Our job right now is to hold the fort down, continue to play solid basketball, and uh, look forward to having him back. But we don't want him back until he's you know, ready to play the game of basketball with, with no restraints physically. Golden State head coach Mark Jackson joining us. Mark Charles Barkley said earlier this week that Stephen Curry's not a point guard and that Andrew Bogut will never play at a high level because of those injuries. What's your reaction to it? No, I love Charles, but you know his job is to to move the needle. So he's going to say things. I'm not even sure if he can, you know, name the starting five for the Golden State Warriors right now. Um, Andrew Bogut will play again, and uh, he will play at a high level. And Steph Curry is a point guard. When you look around this league, how many guys are old-fashioned point guards? These guards these days can score much better. Uh, they're quicker. They're stronger. They can do a lot of different things. And with the rules where you can't touch them. Um, it makes it easier. But he's he's a legitimate point guard. We're, we're ecstatic to have him and to be able to have locked him up for, for the long term. Hey Mark, go back to Charles for a minute. I mean, you understand how the media works, and Charles is a pretty influential member of the media. Do guys pay attention to what he says? Then how much weight does it carry what he says? How much of the needle does he move? Well, as far as players are concerned, they, they certainly do. You know, at the end of the day, uh, he's an all-time great. And uh, he did it on the floor, and, and he's absolutely doing it in the media world. I'm, I'm happy for him, and like I said, I love him. But at the same time, it has an impact what he says. When guys realize that people are watching TNT and watching the show and they hear his voice, whether, it's, uh, whether he says it jokingly or whether he says it seriously, it has an impact. But to the great ones, it, uh, to the very good ones or the confident ones, it, it doesn't matter. It's entertaining. And you play your game and don't get caught up in it. As far as Steph Curry is concerned, it's not going to bother him that Charles Barkley made an assessment as far as his point guard skills, you know, ability. Mark Jackson, my guest, you know, Mark here in LA. Of course, there's so much talk about the LA Lakers. And when they fired Mike Brown, a lot of coaches had a real issue with that. Stan Van Gundy called it, "quote the most ridiculous firing in NBA history." I mean, you could see he was upset about that. What was your reaction, and what did you think about them removing him five games into the year? Well, Mike Brown is going to be just fine. You know, he's a he's a very good basketball coach who's had a heck of a career thus far. He'll get another opportunity. That being said, this is business. I'm I, you know I'm not the norm, so I'm not a you know a, a guy that's going to rant and rave about a coach being fired because it's going to happen to you know 99% of the coaches in this league. So at the end of the day, it's their decision to decide whether. Uh, they want to move on, whether fire him or replace him or what have you. They made that decision, and they move on, and Mike D'Antoni moves in at the same time. Mike Brown is going to be just fine, so I'm, I'm not going to go on a rant as far as uh, whether it was you know, just or unjust. They made a decision, and, and this, is a, this is a business world where they have, you know, it's, 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 it's their business, and, and they have an opportunity to make those decisions. Ask you something. You you played with Reggie Miller back in the day with the Pacers, and you made the point that he's as good as any two guard to ever play, not named MJ or Kobe. Now you think of Reggie Miller, you think about a guy who was fearless and a guy who was clutch. Well, you're saying as good as anybody, not named MJ or Kobe. What did you mean by that? Well, and I also threw Dwayne Wade in there. Uh, when you think about what he's done thus far in his career, I think he's a heck of a basketball player. So, uh, but what I meant is, you know, if if you take away those guys. You can name any other two guard that's ever played this game, and, and I'll take Reggie Miller, and I'm just fine. Uh, he's, he's an incredible uh, basketball player. He's a Hall of Fame basketball player that, that played on both sides of the court. He defended at a high level against 
elite players and also offensively, uh, he was as good as it gets. And, and the thing I loved about him is when it mattered most in clutch situations, he wasn't afraid of the moment. Uh, he, w- he was even better in those situations than, than under normal situations. So I just pick him. Uh, I'm a bit biased. I'll plead guilty on that. But watching him day in and day out, the way he performed, the way he conducted himself, the way he led, and he was a true professional, I'll take him over anybody else. Mark Jackson, my guest. Mark, one last thought. When you go back to when you took that job, you had a conversation with Jerry West. Can you tell me how influenced were you by that conversation and what were the sorts of things you talked to him about? Well, knowing Jerry, you know, he's a, he's a, a guy that has done some great things in this league as, as, a, as a player and then, you know, as an executive, um, knows the game, um, and, and you, you just want to sit there and listen to him. You want to steal from him. You want to understand what it's going to take. Uh, you want to understand the vision, and you want to know that this is a group that's going to buy into what you're trying to preach. The worst thing you want to do is attempt to change a culture culture and not have people buying in or supporting you and in talking to jerry you knew right away he he was sold on this ownership group he was sold on this uh management group and um you know i've known him for a long time so it made me feel even more comfortable golden state out four and four mark jackson spending a lot of time with us mark good to get caught up and i appreciate the visit as always thank you very much don't be a stranger man thank you for having me you got it mark thank you mark jackson